everyone and welcome back to Seeking Sustainability. <laughs> this is so weird. I haven't recorded an episode in like over a, like a year. Yeah, probably a year. And I haven't posted an episode since I think October of last year. Um, so this is a long time coming. I have been meaning to make this specific episode uh, for since the beginning of this year. Um, oof, this is so weird. Okay, where do I even begin? Um, well, just to start, I will say that even though I haven't been active, like doing my podcast or really active on the podcast Instagram, um, for some reason, my podcast has grown quite a bit. I mean, not like a crazy amount, but I think the new Instagram algorithm—I uh, think the new Instagram algorithm has promoted it a lot and put it um, on people's feed. So I've, you know, definitely like gotten new followers and like a, a lot of new listeners, which is so weird because I haven't been doing it. So I don't know. I had thought about stopping it, but then I—I I don't know. I've still continued to get the occasional message and stuff. So I took that as a sign that I should, you know, keep on keeping on sometimes I don't know that's all we can do um so yeah to be totally transparent with you I had to like force myself to sit down and record this um so yeah all right okay so this episode I will just get into it I do like have notes (laughs) of what I want to say and I've like again I've meant to do this for so long I just didn't know what to say I I don't know I think I got in my own head which you know happens to all of us but um, I, okay, so when, when, when have you, like, last heard from me, for anyone who has listened to this podcast before? Like, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, a couple of things. A, I cannot even begin to express how tumultuous the last year and a half of my life has been, or, like, primarily the last year. Um, I know that has been the case for a lot of people over the last couple of years because of COVID. Um, So, but yeah, oh my gosh, the last year of my life has been just, uh, I'm not like trying to complain, but yeah, it's been tumultuous and hard to say the least. Um, And as a result of that, I am like, this is so cheesy, but I'm like not the same person as I was when I started the podcast. And that was a huge part of the reason that I struggled so much to continue with this, even though it's not like, it's not like it's a big deal. It's just kind of a hobby for me, but it was something that I had really like wanted to commit myself to. And as any, as you know, for anyone who's listened to this or anyone who knows me, I was like obsessed with environmentalism. It was like wrapped into my, I want to say like personal brand identity, but it was like wrapped into my identity and that is totally okay. But I think I also had my blinders on, and I'll get into that later. Um, also, if this is if this episode just ends up being like a hodgepodge of me rambling, which is like probably what it's gonna be, because um, I'm essentially just sitting down and talking, which is not something I often do with this podcast. Since for most of the episodes, I've interviewed people, but for this one, I just wanted to sit down and walk you through the last year and a half of my life and why that has shifted my perspective. On environmentalism on the sustainability movement and how I'm different as an environmentalist and I almost feel uh, this is also a reason I've struggled so much to continue this I almost feel like a fraud recording this like I uh, anyways okay so let's like do the backtrack 
to last spring. So spring 2020, I graduate college and I am like bright eyed, bushy tailed, you know, distraught because of COVID like all of us. But um, I'm like, I'm going to change the world. And in summer of 2020, I go and volunteer on a farm. That's kind of a mess, but it was a great like experience to like, I don't know, do a diff- something different. Sometimes I've learned that you just got to do the damn thing. <laughs> and no matter how it turns out, you just got to do the damn thing because why not? Um, so that's what I did when I was like volunteering on a farm. Um, and it was just for a month. I had planned to do that for a whole year. There was a program in Tuscany I wanted to do, like an agricultural program, but COVID hit and I really couldn't. So I just ended up going to a farm in Tennessee. Um, and at that point, that's when I started the podcast. And I was like environmentalist everything. The last, before COVID hit, I was like super duper duper strict with my diet and the plastic that I used. I was like obsessive about it. I never got takeout. I never got to go coffee cups. Um, I just like totally lived my life within the constraints that I set for myself of like, this is what it means to be a good environmentalist. Um, I also want to preface this and this is, please, if this sounds boastful, haughty, or insensitive or inappropriate please please forgive me but I just wanted to say this just to be really transparent so you can understand where I was coming from then and where I'm coming from now um when I was in college my most of my expenses were paid for and that is not to be like oh like I have money no my parents have always been really strict with me about money I've always been incredibly frugal incredibly frugal on work jobs and stuff and that was the only reason I got through the last year of my life um but I totally came from a place of privilege in so many ways, in so many ways. Like, um, so a lot of my beliefs and the way I approached environmentalism, as much as I like talked about social justice and talked about like this and that, like I was completely coming from a place of ignorance and privilege. Um, and yeah, so I had never actually had to struggle financially. I had never actually had to like, yeah, like genuinely, truly, honest to goodness, worry about money and like worry. I don't know. That sounds so pretentious. Please forgive me. But like, um, I don't know. I just wanted to be transparent because I feel like, I feel like when you have privilege, it's important to acknowledge it and important. And it's important, at least for me to like realize and acknowledge my blind spots and be transparent about that. Um, so that's where I was coming from then. Um, so anyways, I graduate college and I go on this farm and I start this podcast and um, I end up moving to Tennessee. I get offered a job and as soon as I move there, I lose my job. So I am not in Nashville. I'm south of Nashville in like the suburbs in a kind of a town that's really hyper conservative. And I, I get lucky and my boyfriend, my then boyfriend at the time get, we have a really cute house with, and I, and I have a garden. So I was doing that. I like got to grow my first garden, which was so much fun. And, um, things like that but I to move to a Tennessee and then become unemployed immediately the minimum wage there is really low so I was totally distraught it was within the first couple weeks of me moving there it was one of the worst things I've ever been through I really had super high hopes for my career and like going to a really intense art school where they're like oh if you graduate from here you're gonna get a great job I realized I'm so grateful for the fact that I got to go to college and again I realized that is a privilege so I totally acknowledge that and I'm very grateful but unfortunately I kind of realized like my major wasn't super applicable or as much as I thought it would be 
I was struggling for the first time in my life. I was like, how am I going to pay the bills? Like I had to get an odd job. I applied to serving jobs. I was nannying. I was like working random odd jobs. I spent one whole month packing up someone's house to try to make ends meet. I had obsessively saved my money from for past from past birthdays and Christmases and working jobs in college and babysitting and I literally had to like live off my savings this might be too much information but I don't know I just wanted to be as like honest and open as possible for anyone that cares so I was like for the first time in my life I genuinely was like how am I going to eat and pay my bills um it took me like a month to get a job and it was the highest paid job I could find in that area. Um, it was 15 an hour, which for some people is standard minimum wage, but in Tennessee, I think standard minimum wage is like seven something. So I was having to work multiple jobs. I was so depressed, like so depressed. My anxiety was through the roof. I had to quit my job because I couldn't even be in public. Like I literally couldn't handle, I started having like sensory overload. It was so bad. I did not want to do my podcast and so I stepped away from it again it's just a hobby thing but it was hard because like here was this thing that was I was so wrapped up in it was the core of my identity and for me being an environmentalist directly like aligned with in my head having good morals and for the first time in my life I like I said I was like genuinely like okay how am I gonna get by um I was working long hours I was so stressed and broken up and beat up inside um and I was in this place that I really didn't love I really didn't have like friends um my my then boyfriend was so miserable and again we had I was really fortunate I had food on the table and I I got really lucky with our rental we had a really cute little house um but it was really hard and it totally that was like the beginning of my shift in my perspective on environmentalism because honestly I was I didn't care for for the first time in a couple years I really didn't care and that sounds so bad but I like had to turn off that part of my brain because I was literally just trying to like pay the bills and function um I would forget my reusable bags and use plastic bags and sometimes I was so tired um from you know working a full-time retail job and doing other stuff that my then boyfriend would go and get the groceries and he would bring back plastic bags the town I lived in didn't recycle glass so I and our groceries we had to eat super cheap so I pretty much like made all our meals from canned food the apartment I live in now by the way I live in Chicago now doesn't even recycle Mm, am I gonna walk two miles to or take a bus to the nearest recycling center that might recycle my stuff. Uh, I wish I could say yes, but like as of right now, no. And it pains me, it does, but like, I'm just trying to get by. Anyways, when I was in Tennessee, I genuinely did not, and I, please forgive me, I'm not trying to complain. Like I had a roof over my head and food on the table. Like I had a cute little house. I was able to grow a garden, which was such a privilege and have a backyard for a year, which was such a privilege. Um, Even though I wasn't living in like a super exciting area um we were like the only young people in my neighborhood um but it was it was hard I I um was just uh, yeah I was just trying to get by and it was really hard I, I didn't have the capacity like the mental capacity to work on a passion project or um think about bigger issues which again I know also comes with privilege that I had the ability to like ignore certain things um because they're not right in front of my face so 
yes, I do totally acknowledge that um, and apologize for that. But yeah, it was hard because it was a passion project and I really wanted to keep doing it, but I just couldn't and I didn't have the energy and I didn't really care, um, which sounds so insensitive. But that was the beginning <laughs> of my my shift in my perspective because I had been like, oh, people can just shop at thrift stores and um, just, you know, just don't get the takeout and don't eat this and don't do that. But like, that is not feasible. And shame on me for not realizing that before, truly. Um, I had gained a lot of weight um, from like health issues that, I mean, I've always struggled with that. So clothes became really difficult for me. Um, I never ended up buying fast fashion, but like I honestly, for the first time, did look on Shein and was like, or whatever it's called, and was like, oh, they have cute clothes. Um, and yeah, I, you know, occasionally we would get takeout. I mean, in college, I was like restricting myself. I wouldn't even let myself live. Like <laughs> something that I've realized, like I've gone to a couple bars. I'm not a big drinker, but since living in Chicago, in Chicago, I've gone to a couple bars and I've seen like zero waste people online and this is totally fine like truly to each their own be like bring your own cup when you are at a bar and you're drunk you're not gonna bring your own yeti like you're you might even leave that there uh uh-uh. like you're just uh. sometimes you got to use the plastic cup and I was like obsessively like just obsessive about avoiding all of that like years ago and now I occasionally get takeout and some of the boxes are styrofoam but it's a place, there's like a pad type or like a Thai food place that's next to my apartment and I'll just save the containers and I try to reuse them. Um, I brought my own bags to the farmer's market today. I have not been going to the farmer's market except for today because it's two miles from me, which is really far. And I still get coffees. I, for the first time in a couple years, I get coffees now and I don't bring a reusable cup because no one takes them in Chicago. I will eventually, I'm like just reintroducing myself into living more sustainably and it's been hard because I'm literally living paycheck to paycheck um where you know a couple years ago I had certain things covered and I was able to be like oh I'm gonna buy this like fun eco-friendly tool for my house and like buy cute wooden brushes for my kitchen again all of that stuff is romanticized and it is great truly to each their own I am not saying don't do certain things but like my eco-friendly wooden brush got moldy real fast (laughs) whereas like my plastic one didn't and again like there's no right or wrong. I don't know. I just think that like I really had my blinders on and I approached all of these topics with from such a place of ignorance and it's not like I'm oh so enlightened now. I'm not but like you know having to like really struggle for a little bit and like I don't know just like having to be a lot more frugal and um this might sound truly dumb and like truly pretentious I really hope it doesn't but I don't know yeah I just wanted to be transparent I I have always thought that it is impossible to be perfect in an inherently imperfect world but it truly is impossible to be perfect and I think I'm at this place now where it's like okay I do need to like ease back into this this lifestyle elements of this lifestyle that I really resonated with in a lot of ways and I really do care about the earth um but I didn't have the capacity to be angry about certain things um, anymore. I I was so tired from just trying to get by and like put food on my table and stuff and like keep a roof over my head that, um, you know, and pay my bills that like I didn't have the capacity to like turn on the news and like watch things. I became super disconnected and intentionally so, somewhat intentionally, somewhat unintentionally, but 
yeah, it's, you can't do everything. Um, I think the biggest thing I've learned is like truly, truly, truly just do what you can with what you have. And what I mean by what you have is like not just how much money you have, but how much mental energy, how much um, emotional energy, how much time you have, like just do the little things. If you want to get your takeout with a plastic container or it comes in styrofoam, but you love it and it makes you so happy, get your takeout. Like life is far too short to not eat that delicious food or get a cup of coffee with your friends. Um, But I don't know. And try to maybe do the things, do things in other places in your life with what you have. Like you do not need to have the coolest composting system again my apartment building doesn't even have recycling I have not figured that out um and it's so bad I feel like the worst person in the world I know a lot of recycling doesn't even go get recycled anyways but I genuinely feel like so like such a fraud um having this podcast called seeking sustainability um but yeah I don't always shop at the farmer's market I um I get fruit in plastic containers. I always keep tubs of ice cream in my fridge because I love it. And um, yeah, I get coffee and go coffee cups. Eventually, yeah, once I like re-get the courage, I'll, because I feel like COVID threw everything off and um, bringing reusable things became less common. But I'll probably try to like bring my cup with me again places and ask if they take it. Um, And I've been trying to do little things. So I have some plants in my house. I have some herbs. Um, I still use vegetable scraps. They do go in the trash. I don't have a compost bin anymore because I'm in an apartment. But um, I don't even think I composted right when I composted in my compost bin. Like, I think I just, like, let it rot, which I guess is, like, what you do. I don't know. I don't even think I did it properly. But I, like, still make vegetable stock with veggie scraps. Um, And, you know, I try to thrift. I really don't buy a lot of clothes. Not that it's bad if you do. Um, I just don't have the money. Um, I try to freeze extra veggies in case they go bad. Um, yeah, so I do little things, but I don't know. I think, I think I'm trying to like, yeah, reintroduce myself. So if you are really new and trying to figure out how to be, um, an environmentally conscious person in a very not environmentally conscious world, I am right there with you. Like, I am relearning and refiguring this out. Um, And again, just do what you can with what you have. Um, You know, it's impossible to be perfect in an imperfect world. Are the products that we have access to and the industries that exist and that create these systems and products, you know, it's trying to like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Like they have not created things for us that are made to be good for the earth. Um, that's such a sad reality, but that is a reality. Another thing too was like, again, to each their own. Like there are so many people who deal with environmental injustice up front, um, and it's very personal for them. So their anger is, you know, is totally righteous, and and everyone has the right to feel what they want to feel about you know the state of, state of the environment. But I found that like for me personally coming from a place of like frustration and anger that just like burnt me out real quick but when i started reapproaching my love for the earth as this sounds so fluffy but like just coming from a place of like genuine admiration and wonder it felt like it had more longevity um 
and the example that I'll use is I studied fashion marketing as you guys know I was might know if you listen to my old episodes I was really wanting to work particularly in the apparel industry and kind of the track I was on was like I'm gonna do supply chain and like change the industry and stuff and I sat in on a couple supply chain meetings and like I don't know it just burnt me out so fast and it sounds again so bad to be like oh I feel like I'm fighting a system I can't change but that like kind of is how I felt and another thing that was a big change for me um again I hope it probably sounds like I'm going all over the place but it kind of it relates to my career so after I graduated I for the first like few months or like year after I was like oh yeah I'm definitely I'm gonna change the apparel industry and do supply chain and textiles and the link between textiles and regenerative agriculture blah 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 and I started getting into agriculture and plants and then that led me to become more into horticulture um and then I discovered garden design and I felt so much guilt when I started questioning my career path because I had decided what I wanted to major in in seventh grade and like barely wavered Um, So here I was with a degree that cost money and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I want to do this. Like, I don't, this was what I was passionate about and I was fired up and ready to go. But like, I don't think I want to fight this system. I just don't think I want to do this. Um, And so I, for the last, about, about the last year, I've been seriously considering um, pursuing landscape architecture right now. I am a graphic designer out of the tools in my toolbox. It was like what felt the most applicable in order to get a full-time job and it, you know, worked out. Um, But for me, the thing that I love about the thought of designing gardens is you're creating something beautiful with um, horticulture and ecology in mind. You're creating something beautiful that's living. And for me, I think even though I thought I was like, or maybe think that I'm like not doing anything, my love over the last year and for horticulture and starting to learn about that kind of stuff and starting to understand the fundamentals of gardens, garden designs and why gardens are important, why outdoor spaces and green spaces are so important. Um, and my desire to eventually design those professionally, it is rooted in my love for the earth. And it has, I feel like I've approached and maybe not so much environmentalism, but I've my interest in the earth has shifted to just wanting to learn which i guess actually is why i started this podcast in the first place it was just curiosity um but i think yeah i don't know this is so rambly but i think that i think that i maybe am moving in the right direction still um and not that there even is a right direction we're all on our own path um and again i know i'm i'm so add my (laughs) brain can't stay in like one direction like when i talk um So if you're not following, I apologize. If you are, and this somehow makes sense to you, good. Um, But yeah, that's just, I just wanted to to let you guys know about that, why I haven't done my podcast in such a long time and how I am trying to reintroduce myself to my love for the earth. And again, now that I'm thinking about it, like, and the kind of shift in my, in what I want to do for my career, I don't, I never lost that love. I think I just had to, Um, put a lid on some of it for a while and tone down the fire that was burning in me for a little while to focus on other things Um, and yeah again sometimes you just gotta get by give yourself grace please I didn't give myself grace for such a long time and now I'm trying to and I think yeah I'm trying to find the balance between holding myself accountable but also giving myself grace and letting myself live a little bit Um, like you're not gonna recycle every red solo cup you use um and 
sometimes, yeah, you got to get the takeout or the cup of coffee with a friend or the beer or whatever. Um, so let yourself enjoy life. And I would say, um, I guess what I'm trying to do is like, yeah, reintroduce myself to this like love for the earth and just continue it. Um, continue learning, continue exploring, continue engaging in conversation. Um, I kind of want to shift my approach to the podcast. I have some really interesting topics that I want to talk about. Um, and some of them are like kind of weird and out there, but I don't know. I feel like the whole point of this was just to talk to people and have conversations. And, um, and I kind of want to talk about some topics that may not like overtly seem like they intersect with the environment but in my head they do and I think everything's interconnected in some ways so yeah gosh I hope you (laughs) I hope this kind of made sense and if you are new to the podcast thank you so much for listening um if you have listened to this and before and you're revisiting um you know this my episodes and, and now listening to this thank you for listening um for all of the new people that have followed me on my instagram which is at, I think it's at seeking sustainability.pod. I couldn't make it any shorter. Nothing was available. So whoops. Um, thank you for following me. I will definitely be coming out with new content. I'm about to start like emailing people. I have a ton of, um, there are people I didn't hear back from, but I have a lot of ideas and eventually I'll get around to it. So hopefully like this week, next week, I'll probably start reaching out to people again and getting back into my groove. Um, I also am signing up to volunteer at the Lincoln Park Conservancy in Chicago. Um, I am also, once I get a little bit more money, (laughs) hoping to do um, some online landscape architecture and horticulture classes. So I'm very excited for that, to start learning more about plants. Um, I also realized at the end of the day, I'm always gonna be like a creative, a creator, like a designer. So working in supply chain, honestly would have never worked out anyways for me. but yeah, give yourself some grace. Um, I don't know. It's it's so hard. Um, I certainly don't know what the heck I'm doing. Um, so <laughs> I hope some of this is relatable. Um, but yeah, also, before I forget, I was thinking of redesigning my cover um, because I designed that like a couple years ago and I just feel like it looks really blech. It's not bad, but I don't know. I feel like I could zhuzh it up a little bit. So I might be doing that um, in the next couple months. So Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, Keep on keeping on. And uh, if anyone is in Chicago, please tell me where the hell I can recycle because I genuinely don't know. Uh, That's all. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And um, yeah, Um, I guess stay tuned for future episodes. And I am excited to hear from you guys. If you have any requests, comments, um, questions, etc. please feel free to DM me, like I said, on Instagram at seekingsustainability.pod or my personal Instagram you can follow, which is at julia.blanford. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye.